0: What's up, youth workers? Paul Turner here from the Disciple Project.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, a podcast that wants to keep you motivated and keep your youth ministry moving forward. I hope you're doing well wherever you're at, whenever you're listening. I hope that you have um, pleasant weather. I hope that uh, the fall weather hasn't gotten too cold for you yet here in the lovely state of Alabama. It is the perfect weather and i'm excited uh, for even a little cooler weather uh, for where i work uh, it's a huge help and it's also football season and uh for those that don't know i root for and i use that term lightly um i root for the fighting irish of notre dame in the past couple of weeks i gotta tell you I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong. Uh, you know, I've, I've, (laughs) I said I was going to give up. Have you ever done that? Have you ever said, I'm just going to give up on my team because they're so terrible. And then when you, when you find, you know, in your heart, you, you, you just say, I just, I can't, I, I just can't quit you. And, um, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I don't, I don't Seriously, I mean, I go to bed early now, so if I don't watch the whole game, I'm okay with it, but I try to go to bed at least when they're winning, (laughs) so I don't watch the dismantling of my team. Uh, I have high hopes this year for uh, my professional team that I root for, the New York Giants. And uh, we'll see. Once again, it's, I don't wrap myself in that anymore as much because I just don't have the time or the bandwidth or the emotional energy to deal with that. I'm too much uh, focused on you guys. I'm focused on what's going on in your world, I'm focused on your personal well being, your youth ministry, what's going on with you. And that's why this podcast exists. Today's episode is all about asking the right questions, asking the questions that will keep you on track and keep your youth ministry on track. Because if you're not in any kind of review process, I'm going to say that you're probably not succeeding, and uh, I think reviewing is so important, and that is why today's episode is brought to you by My Youth Ministry Playbook, My Youth Ministry Playbook 21-22. It covers the whole school year. It is not too late to start planning it is not too late to start doing the things that are going to bring success to your youth ministry it's going to see kids come to christ it's going to make your events better it's going to make uh, your programming much more smart and uh, this book uh, has everything you need to do that's got all the calendar pages it's got a monthly to do after each month and it has questions like new students to follow up with touch base with my pastor about what do my parents need to know uh, an event to-do list. If you have an event that month, month, uh, what do my leaders need to know? Student leaders, I need to invest in, and it is just the whole book is packed with all kinds of questions, all kinds of uh, worksheets. It it has uh, right at the very get-go, it has a goal setting. Lesson from my course that I have on goal setting called Squad Goals. And so if you're interested in that, I'm going to put links to both of those down in the show notes. So if you're interested in getting your youth ministry on track, get it planned, get it done, then you want the My Youth Ministry playbook because it's going to keep you on track. You're going to have something you can download, put in a little binder, and then begin. You can make cop more, as many copies as you want. You can make copies for your team, make copies for your students, make copies for your parents, whatever you want to do. You can use them as emails. You can use them as, you know, PDFs to send out. Whatever you want to do, you can do that with it. And uh, the squad goals course, seven days. It is an email course. And for seven days, you're going to get a daily dose of wisdom and challenge to make and achieve the right goals for and with your squad of young people, parents, and and pastor. So let's jump into today's episode and I am calling it the five ministry performance questions that could save your youth ministry. And I recently listened to a podcast called the future belongs to creators, and they talked about the value of reviewing your goals. And I thought I'd pass along some of those principles to you, as well as adding some of my own. Socrates says that the unexamined life is not worth living. I could put it this way. The unexamined youth ministry isn't worth building. Not reviewing your goals, events, or programs means you know neither success or failure. Neutrality is the enemy of progress. You have to be willing to dig into your youth ministry as well as yourself and call out the good, the bad, and the ugly. So how do you set up reviewing your youth ministry? Well, I think you break it down into four aspects. First, I think you have to break it down into daily. Now, there's not much you can do as far as your youth ministry on a daily basis per se, but I think the daily is really about your own life, right? Every time you open scripture, you are inviting God to examine you and you are examining yourself. Every time you go into prayer, you're examining, you're being mindful, you're conscious of what's going on in your life. In fact, Scripture says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. That's 2 Corinthians 13, 5. And the psalmist says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me. Know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in the everlasting way. And so when we do this, when we go into that, uh, the presence of God, we're saying, Lord, examine me. And it is super hard, guys. I understand it's hard sometimes to get in there because we don't want God poking around uh, in our secret places and we don't want God poking around with our motives and our ideas. We we want to be self-contained. We don't want anybody examining things, let alone, uh, you know, our lives. We don't want anybody examining our youth ministry. We, we would like to be just self-sufficient and everybody kind of leave me alone and let me do my thing, except uh, that that is a bad idea uh, because reviewing and putting ourselves in a position to be examined only can lead to a more healthier self and a healthier youth ministry. So on a daily basis, there's the daily examination, which really focuses on you, the youth worker. Then if you move into weekly, that's where you can start getting a hold of, you know, program things, right? Okay. So on a weekly basis, things you can look at are your relationships. How are they going? You know, how are your uh, communications with, students, parents, your pastor. Uh, You can focus on personal growth. You know, what are you reading? Are you intaking more than you're putting out? So on a weekly basis, you can review those kinds of things. On a monthly basis, you can then start to look at and kind of, you know, bring the, bring the camera out a little bit, pan out a little bit. And you're, then you're looking at meetings and classes, small groups, Sunday school, those types of things where you're looking on a monthly basis. How are my teachers doing, right? How are my, my small group leaders doing? Then you pan out yet again, and you look at quarterly, you start looking at events, and programs that are up for review. And in the review process, you're asking of all these things, weekly, monthly, quarterly, you're saying what's working, what's not working. And I'm going to get to the five questions here in a minute, but you have to be able to put those things out there in order to come to a clear understanding of whether or not your youth ministry is moving forwards or moving backwards. So what are the five review questions? And these are the ones that I took from the podcast and I put a few of my own in there. And the first question uh, to ask is, was it valuable? Was it valuable? Now there's all kinds of conditions on that. You can ask yourself, what is the ROI? And that is return on investment. How much energy, time, money, everything else did you put into that thing? whether it's a you know Wednesday night meeting, whether it's the class, whether it's the event you put on, the outreach, you have to be able to ask, was it valuable? And I know that many of you would say, look, if one student comes to Christ, then it was all worth it. But the real question you have to ask is, how much did it cost? How much did it cost for that to happen? Did, did you just throw everything into it? Did you spend your whole budget? And listen, I'm not saying whether it's worth it or not worth it. What I am saying is you have to ask the question for yourself. Was it valuable? And it may be intrinsically valuable. And it may be, listen, if, if that's the case, then carry on. Keep moving forward. If you say, look, nobody came to Christ or, uh, you know, whatever whatever your goals were for whatever it is you're examining, if you feel like you met those goals, then and the ROI was small, but it's something you can build upon, then maybe it was valuable. I just watched the movie Worth with Michael Keaton right after the 9-11 attacks. They had to come up with amounts. They had to come up with dollar amounts for compensation for the lives that were lost. And it's a super interesting movie, but it's no different than asking ourselves, what is the value of of this program? What is the value? What is the ROI? What is the return on investment for what we're putting in, in manpower, in budget? And once again, a soul has clear value it was worth the va- it was worth the life of our savior clearly but we're not examining the souls we're examining the process we're examining the how did we get there and and is there a more efficient or effective way to reach more souls or more kids and so in that vein consider looking at it and asking was it valuable the second question you can ask yourself is am I approaching my review as a learner or an expert? I work uh, at a company where I drive a truck and I've only been there a year, but I can tell you that early on in the first six months, I did not see myself as a learner. I saw myself as an expert, which was unbelievably frustrating. I thought I should be doing better. Uh, My standards are super high for myself. So when I forgot something or when I didn't do something right. I didn't approach it from a learner's perspective. I approached it from, I should be really good at this. I sh- I am this many years old. I have this much experience in life. Uh, this little dumb thing should not be able to trip me up. And yet many of you maybe come to your own review process uh, as an expert. And you think, I should know all this already. I should be able to do this and that rather than coming to it and saying, look, take the pressure off yourself and come into the review saying, I'm a learner. I'm not, I have not, uh, I don't know everything about youth ministry. I don't know everything about teenagers. I don't know everything about uh, all these things, but I, but I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn about this. I'm going to learn about that mistake. I'm going to learn about how to get better at this. I'm going to get better at planning. I'm going to learn. Yes, that was a failed thing. That event didn't go well. Give yourself some slack and ask yourself, am I approaching whatever it is you're reviewing, am I approaching it as a learner or an expert? Third question you can ask yourself is, what are you most proud of? What have you done that you say, you know what? That I killed that. I, I did so well at that. Or uh, that ev- event was really good and I did a great job of planning it. Or I had a great training session with my adult leaders. Whatever that is, you need to find the wins. You need to look at your, your whole review process of whatever you're reviewing and say, what am I most proud of this week, this month, this quarter? And it's okay it's okay to brag on yourself a little bit and say, you know what? I did a great job because it's going to build your self-esteem. It's going to build up your heart. It's going to build up your, your mind. And you're going to say, you know what? I can keep doing this because I'm finding things That I'm doing well, and if you're finding things that you're doing well, you can keep doing what you're doing. If you all you find are mistakes or things that you're not proud of, then that's a little bit more debilitating. So I would encourage you to ask yourself the question: What are you most proud of? The fourth question I'd ask is: Where did I put my energy? Did I focus on my strengths or my weaknesses? Where did you spend? your time? Were you doing a bunch of things you weren't good at? And at the end of the day, you just found yourself drained? Or did you lean into what you were most strong at? Because I can say this, that whenever I focused on the weaknesses, when I focused on things that I wasn't good at, I always judged myself more harshly because I thought I should be good at it. It goes back to, you know, uh, approaching it as a learner and expert that if I'm doing things that I know that I'm not very good at, then I'm going to look back at whatever it is I did or whatever I was reviewing and look at it more harshly. So you have to ask, did I focus more on my strengths? Once again, on a a weekly, monthly, or quarterly basis, ask yourself, did I focus on my strengths or my weaknesses, because that could, that, that influences the type of outcome you're going to make about uh, whatever it is you're reviewing. And when you discover that the things you were doing that you were strong in was adding success, then you're going to do more things that you're good at. If you spent most of your time focusing on your weaknesses or getting better at your weaknesses then your review is not going to be as strong and, but you will learn this you will learn that if you focused on your weaknesses it shows you then that you need to find other people to do those things stay doing the things that you're really good at that you're strong in and find the people to help you with your weaknesses the fifth and final question is a great question and it is directly from the podcast that I was listening to it says where are you at risk. Where are you at risk? And that's both from a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly. Where where am I at risk of not meeting or achieving my goals? Where am I? Am I spending too much time watching Netflix? Am I spending too much time drinking coffee at the Starbucks uh, versus maybe being at the church and building relationships with other staff members. Whatever those may be, you have to ask those. Maybe it's some sort of habit or maybe it's something you're into that could be a downfall for you, that if you don't stop doing that, whatever that is for you, then it's going to lead to more problems. And so when you start to do the inventory, when you start to do the audit on both your ministry and your life, you're then thinking, okay, what's at risk here? If I don't get rid of that youth leader, it's going to be the downfall. If I don't get rid of that teacher uh, for a small group or Sunday school class, those kids are not going to effectively learn what they need to learn. And once again, I know it's an issue, but I've had to deal with it. I've had to uh, talk to people about, you know, whoever was teaching a class and I've had to get rid of people. And it was uh, to my advantage to do that because otherwise I was at risk of losing students. I was at risk of losing good leaders because I had had complaining leaders that stuck around and so the, my you lose good leaders because you allow the the bad leaders to hang around and, and taint the whole thing and so ask yourself where am I at risk where is this youth ministry at risk what problem am I avoiding that if I were to solve it uh, it could lead to further success in in this youth ministry, and that's it for this episode of the Youth Ministry in Motion Podcast. I hope that you will take these things to heart. These are literally questions that could save your youth ministry from crumbling. And I hope that you'll take the whole thing to heart. I hope you'll re-listen to this. I hope you'll share it with other people. I hope that you'll share it with fellow youth workers who say, "Look, I'm struggling. What do I need to do?" And maybe they need to go through a review process like this. If you're brand new to the podcast, thank you for listening today. I hope that you got great value for this, be sure to hit that subscribe button, no matter where you're listening and get this on a weekly basis. And if you're a regular, as always, I appreciate your input. You can always join our Facebook group. I'll put a link down in the show notes with the other links. And if people haven't told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me be the first to tell you at the time of this listening that you are doing a good job. You're doing the best job you know how to do. And you're listening to this podcast because you want to get better. And I hope that you'll continue to listen, continue to grow. If I can ever help and serve you, you can always send me a message through any of the social media channels uh, you can find on my website at thediscipleproject.net. And I hope to hear from you in the near future. So that is it for today, guys. Have a great week.